پادکست. All right, welcome back everyone to the Cubecast episode 29 with oh, wow. myself with myself Christy and Tom. Hello. And we got Miranda Tibbling with us today. Right on. Um, so if anyone's following Miranda, um, one thing I noticed is that she is uh, always on the competition trail. Your speed, um, your style, I, it's just amazing. How many competitions have you been in? Oh, wow. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, my first competition was like in 2016. So it, I think like, I don't, I don't count anymore, but it's, it's been a few now. Wow. Do you remember what, what was the first one you did? What? What was the first competition that you went to? Uh, it was in Sweden. It was it's like a small competition here that is called like Gothenburg Takeover, and I was okay. injured my first competition. So I remember I was like super nervous, and I was like competing against people I looked up to, and then I like had a lot of pressure. But it was so fun. Cool. That's wicked. You would have been pretty young then. Yeah, I think I was like 12, 13, 13, yeah, 14, yeah. But was that when you first started training then? Around uh, yeah, I started training in 2015 or like in the end of 2015. Wow. Oh. Seems to be the magic number, 13 for training. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A lot of people we've talked to started training at 13 and... Uh, they're like yourself, your age, and uh, bananas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did Did you have a coach at that time, or did you just start, you know, from watching videos and trying stuff on your own? Uh, I like. No, I didn't have a coach, but we had like I went to a gym, and it was like a coach, another coach. He was just sitting there, and we could ask him if we wanted to like learn something but he didn't really coach us he just right. most of the time <laughs> that's very good that's a pretty classic parkour thing <laughs> yeah. it really is it's hard to find a coach that teach good parkour like it's difficult yeah yeah mm. I, I locally for you are there parkour gyms then with coaches and classes that people can go to if we have that. Yeah, do you, uh, like around you, are there any uh, gyms there that have that? Yeah, um, it's a few. And uh, I've been uh, a coach at like one gym in Stockholm, but it's, yeah, it's uh, it's like in small gymnastic halls and stuff, but it's okay. It's fun. It's fun to see more people start parkour here in Sweden and see their community. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, it looks like you guys have a really great community out there. I I love watching all <laughs> all the Instagram clips and everything of you know so many people that train out there, and mm -hmm. I'm sure that community is going to be just getting bigger every year. I hope so. I hope so. A lot of people stop though when they're like in their teenage years, like around 15. Yeah. I think mm -hmm. people stopped doing parkour because they found like other sports so it's a lot 
uh, it's a lot of people that train not right now, but like it feels like there's some people that are starting to find new stuff they want to do now in Sweden at least in the community. That's I think that's pretty universal. That's that happened here too. Like people mm-hmm. come in yeah. and out, maybe dip out for a year or two and maybe find their way back. Yeah. New people will come in. <laughs> yeah. And, then, and you have the weirdos like us that just never leave. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. You so, said you had a sorry, Tom. You said you had an injury when you were going into your uh, your first competition. What, yeah. Where was your injury, and uh, how did you get through it? Uh, it was in my foot, like uh, my ankle, so it wasn't like too bad. But uh, the fun thing always when you're injured, like during a competition, and when you're doing your run, you can't feel anything. Oh, so of it's course. So it's so annoying because, like, when you're training on your run, it hurts so much, and then when you're competing, it doesn't hurt. So then you're like, I could have done so much more because it doesn't hurt. No, when <laughs> I'm doing, it. but when I train for it, it's gonna hurt like. <laughs> it was still fun to compete because I didn't feel anything and almost nothing afterwards too. So it was a great first competition. So. Me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, you get that adrenaline rush hey, when, yes. as soon as you say go. Yeah. You're like in a bubble and then you can't hear anything or like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just focus then, hey? Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. the sound energy. You just don't even feel the pain until after the run. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good and bad thing. Good and bad thing, yes. <laughs> so have what, you competed? Sorry, what was that? How, how many of you competed in like a parkour competition? Um, local things, like yeah. here um, in some other provinces, like... Um, at Empire and the province like over from us, and then same with Breathe Parkour in Alberta. Just some skills stuff, a couple of speed things, but it's all been like for fun, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. just lo- small things. Right. Uh, right I've yeah. never won anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not the important thing. Like, we hosted one too. We did a skills at this gym that Tom and I yeah. went together. And that was uh, kind of neat, being on the judging side of things instead of the competing side of things. Yeah. It was really neat, because uh, I wasn't too critical, but I wasn't too late. Yeah. Because, you know, I've been in that position, too, where I thought, like, maybe I stuck the uh, the skills, and they're like, oh, you should have, you know, one more second, or a foot placement, I'm like, oh, fuck, <laughs> kind of thing. But um, I, uh, I did a... Uh, a competition in Calgary breathe and uh, it was awesome it was so cumulative like everyone was so open there was no real like um, I'm against you you're against me it was uh, it was really neat and it was really good for my head because I went in there with like a a non-placing attitude like I just want to go have fun like to say the least I was the oldest one there but you know, I still pulled off some pretty fun stuff. I was pretty pow- proud of myself in eighth place. But, you know, it was out of, like, all the guys and all that stuff, it was it was sick. It was <laughs> sick. Yeah. So I really like competing, actually. And it brings community together. Exactly. 
Sure. Yeah, because uh, a lot of people that we've had on the the, the CubeCast, I've uh, looked down your some of your comments on what you've been training, and some people that have been on the podcast comment, and I'm just like, right on, you know, like, that's the community, you know? Yeah. We're so, like, encouraging yeah. to others, you know? It's pretty sick. Yeah, probably. When you're competing, do you, obviously, you've done a lot of style things like Red Bull. Is that your preferred competition or have you tried speed comps or skill competitions um it haven't been like any skill competitions in sweden and not any speed either so i haven't been able to try it and since i'm still huh. young so i haven't been able to like travel to different countries but i did speed first time uh, this year mm-hmm. when it was the world Cup. And before that, I only done like freestyle. But speed was, it was really fun. It was more fun than I thought it was. Like, I didn't have any expectations on it because it was like my first time. So I was like, I'm just going to do my best now and then we will see how it goes. And it was really fun. <laughs> Did awesome. you place? What? Did you place for speed? Place? Did you, oh, uh, yeah. Did you uh, first, second, third? I came first place in speed. I knew you did. Wow. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Your first one, wow. Uh, I will see. That's how cool. Was, how was that competition? Did you have, like, time to see the course beforehand? And kind of prep it out a little bit, or? No, we, can't, we couldn't see the course before, like, one day before the practice. Uh, yeah. So... It was hard to like prepare yourself, and it was my first time competing in like a fig competition, so I had no idea how the course would like be like. But it yeah. was better than I thought it was. So cool. It was, yeah. That's wicked. I guess while well, getting to the like a big, more recent competition, um, being at Red Bull, how yeah. different different was that for you? That was unbelievable like that was that was like my one of the best like trips in my life like i remember when i got uh my friend saw and called me and told me when i was in like i made it and i didn't believe him i was like oh you're lying (laughs) like because i didn't see it on instagram or anything so i was like why would you say like you're lying and then when i understand it was happening it was still like on unreal because every I think it's one of everyone's dreams, like may may make it a Red Bull Art of Motion. And yeah. like if you was there, you were around all these like the people you've looked up to, like your whole like parkour <laughs> since mm-hmm. you started. It was and that was unreal. I will never I will never forget that moment. Like it was so sick. That is awesome. No doubt. And, so and you had won the online qualifiers, right? That was you submitted a video? Yeah, I submitted the video and then I made like fifth place or something. Right, so Red Bull actually was able to like pay for your travels out there and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. That's so so cool that they do that. Yeah. Yeah. It was so fun because I was under 18, so I could bring my mom and my my little sister too. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. Wow. That's huge. That's 
still cool that that, that ha- is happening in parkour. Yeah, you can see they really put in the work to like make make this competition, and like there was so many people around the world that just came there and was trying their best to compete. Like it was such the vibe was like it was sick. It was so fun <laughs> to be there. Oh man, are you preparing this year for a Red Bull? This uh, next year. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna just like it didn't go as planned when I competed in the Red Bull, and I was like, I was so like disappointed and devastated, I'm so sad because of my performance. So I feel like now I've learned and I'm like, I did it my first time now, and now I'm ready to crush it and do the best ambition ever this next year. I love that. Good for you. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Yeah. So before that, did you ever think you'd be doing parkour across boats? <laughs> no. Because <laughs> that was like you had like an image of like a picture how it's gonna look when you can't come there, like you're gonna jump on like houses and stuff. And it's like, yeah, we're gonna do a composition on boats. So that was a new experience and it was Fun was also really, really hard because mm. everything was so tiny. And there was like everyone was trying to fix their run. And the boat, it was big, but it was not like big as a no- normal competition. <laughs> so it was hard and it was like scary. You thought you're going to fall into the water <laughs> and stuff. But um, I don't know. I, I don't think they're going to do it again. But I think it looked cool when you, they filmed it. For the people that were watching, I guess. <laughs> yeah. During your run, did you notice any sway? Like, was the boat shifting? Did, did that affect your run at all? No, it was it wasn't shifting, but like um, the floor was like this a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. So many people slipped mm-hmm. when they were landing. I think everyone slipped at some point a little yeah. bit, not much. And sometimes you land like this a little bit backwards or something because the boat was like this. But otherwise, it, I didn't feel any different. Like it was pretty normal. Hmm. Very good. That makes sense. <laughs> How about the gap there? Did you have that, you know, where the boats were getting, um, they are separated and people were saying yeah. that they would move closer and further to that. Happened to you on your run? Like in your practice, was it really close? And then. <laughs> run up to it and then suddenly double the distance <laughs> yeah it was um it moved a lot so i wanted to do something sick over the gap but i was so afraid like it was gonna move yeah. like because you know you can't see the whole course when you're wasting your time when you're gonna compete so you're not gonna know how big the gap is when you're doing it so i was like no i'm not gonna do anything at that gap when i compete because it was like Sometimes it was one meter and sometimes it was two meters. Like, uh, it, was, it, was, it was pretty sketchy. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Just thinking like, don't fall in the water. Don't fall in the water. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was thinking when she was mentioning it. I'm just like, wow, like, just get over the gap. Do something. You know? Don't fall in the water. <laughs> yeah. Neat. Um, that must have been really cool to see all your, um, you know, the, your fan faves and the party with them afterwards and to train in 
Greece too, like just to go out with a jam. Did you? Did that happen? Did you go jam it up with these uh, parkourists? <laughs> <laughs> it was so fucking hot. Like, it was like <laughs> you couldn't like. It was so hard even standing like in the sun. Really? Yeah, it was so hot. Like that was one of the hardest things when everyone was in the course. Everyone was drinking water 24/7 because it was so hot. Oh, and it yeah. was like it was like a jam mm-hmm. afterwards. But me, but I was dead, so I couldn't really train that much because I was exhausted. But it was still fun just being there because okay. it came like 30 people or something, and we trained in a little park close to the beach. So yeah, that was fun. <laughs> nice. Was there anyone there that, like, you're a little, like, starstruck by, like, actually training with? Uh, like, at, oh my at, God. The, at the gym? Yeah. Um, um, at the gym? Not really at the gym, but, like, no, not at the gym. But, Just the <laughs> event? Yeah, and, like, ooh, like everyone that uh, competed lived at the same hotel. So everyone oh, yeah. was like eating breakfast together. Oh, so, awesome. so I woke up earlier and then my mom and my sister sometimes. So then I just went up to breakfast for myself. And then you were looking around, it was like, yeah, where am I going to sit? Like, <laughs> it's all these big names everywhere. <laughs> and you just sit, talk to them like it's normal. Like Didi, for example. Oh, yeah. It felt so like unreal to sit and talk with him eating breakfast. <laughs> like oh shit! <laughs> no, I was like, okay, so this is normal now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> these are my friends now. <laughs> yeah, these are my friends now, not my idols. Like, oh, it's like... <laughs> that's yeah. so cool. What a good experience, though. And you're, I'm betting you're gonna have the uh, chance to go to Red Bull uh, quite a few more times in your career. <laughs> I hope so, but it's like, it's so little people that can get in, and I think it, one thing I thought about, like, I think it should be equal for the girls and the guys now, because before it wasn't enough Mm. girls, but now it isn't really a problem, so I don't get why it isn't the same limit, like, it should be, why not? And they could also have, um, like, we have two podiums. But we don't have like separate for the finals and stuff, and that could be a thing also because it's kind of unfair. So you'd like <laughs> to see that, like uh, men's and and women's category. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. that would be. I think that would be better and fair. I think you're right. I think it could. There's enough people to sustain that now. Yeah. It's not like it was you know, 10 years ago when competitions first started and there was literally, like, one girl. <laughs> yeah. But it's like that in Sweden now, though. I'm the I'm the only girl, like, that competes that lives in Sweden. What? Really? So, yeah, the girl community in Sweden is uh, dead. Oh, you know, I feel you, because it's, it's like that in our city, too, in Winnipeg. Um, not saying dissing on any ladies, but, I mean, like... Uh, I, I want to train with more ladies. I want to see more ladies out there, and I want to, 
you know, just I, I like to see bigger jams too. And um, yeah, but no, I know your angle there with um, the podium. Um, I had that same thing what Tom was talking about. It's like, well, you're the only lady competing, so you're gonna place first in everything. If we had two yeah. different podiums, I'm like, awesome. Why don't we do that? Yeah. Well, it Why doesn't do matter. That? Like, it's just still like. Why don't you say that, and then I can start bragging and saying that <laughs> I won first, and might get more people interested in saying like I placed nineteenth out of like you know, yeah. you know, thirteen-year-old boys to like thirty-four-year-old men, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah I agree I'll, with you. It'll it'll change. I know it will. I wonder why that seems to be just a universal thing. Like parkour is so um, I don't know, neutral, right? It's just movement. Really, it yeah. is. I wonder why uh, not a lot of uh, girls or women, you know, are interested. I think it maybe because, like, I think if you look at social media and commercials or something, like, it's always a boy doing parkour. Mm. Most of the time. Or, like, the, I like starting to come up more girls now when they show, but, like, and also, like in Sweden, when they put up classes, they don't write like they have classes for girls too doing parkour. I like, I don't think it's enough clear that girls can do parkour too. But it's getting better now, though. It was worth it. Is. Before. I like, agree. Well, yeah, certainly with uh, you know people like yourself uh, going on to Red Bull, that's that's pretty big. <laughs> mm. Oh, that's awesome. You're doing like uh, the whole community a favor by showing up. Thank you. <laughs> You're doing it together. <laughs> we are. And that's what the, it's more like a family. You know, yeah. like we want to. And I'm sure like even, you know, it's from the other side of like the, the male perspective, too. Like, I'm sure they want to see that, too, for us, you know, have our own yeah. podium, you know, and. And then maybe, you know, maybe it will get bigger worldwide. And then maybe, you know, there won't be a stupid um, TV show that leapfrogs over parkour once again. It's <laughs> 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 Oh, Yeah, no, I think, um, like, there should even not only probably be more podiums, like men, women, but I think the parkour world could do with more like events in general like televised or streamed yeah I, th I think it'll likely go that way i think it will yeah a lot of people see parkour as extreme like when you do something you're gonna hurt yourself yeah all the time like <laughs> but, do back you're gonna like but when do you walk into a gym at 13 and be like oh yeah i can huck a backflip it's like, no, you need training. You need to train your muscles in a certain way to get them to activate, to throw your arms up in a certain way, to spot, to do all these things. You just don't walk in there and be like, yeah, I know how to do this. I'm done parkour. Yeah. <laughs> done it all. Yeah, you know, it's a training. Yeah. Speaking of training, um, besides, you know, training the skills of, you know, parkour, do you do anything like calisthenics, like body weight training or weight training to help your parkour? Yeah, uh, 
I go to the gym a lot now because I've been dealing with a lot of injuries since like mm. 2019. Then, then I hurt my uh, meniscus then. So oh, I was wow. out for like, I wasn't 100% until like a year. Wow. Like a year almost. So then I started like lifting and like doing cardio and stuff like more seriously. And then like now I do it like three times a week. And it really, it really helps. Like especially, especially like your when you're gonna compete, it's it's good. You need like good condition if you're gonna run for sixty seconds and not get tired. Yeah. <laughs> I got a question. Have you um done any breath work? Like um the oxygen advantage, kind of like uh, oxygenating your blood cells before you prime them before you do a run or. Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> the oxygen advantage. I can't remember who uh, who was the author of it, but um, you do some sort of like breath holds, breath works, and like do like a, a pace, hold your breath, uh, everything out. There's nothing in your lungs, and you you go for a pace of five steps or something like that. Then you breathe in, and so. Mm you kind of work up and then what you do is you you prime your blood cells to hold oxygen so you can go harder faster longer so instead of 60 <laughs> seconds throwing down 60 seconds throwing down 20 moves you're doing like um 50 seconds throwing down like uh 38 moves mm. uh, no maybe i bumped that up a little bit <laughs> <laughs> that's way too many moves christy <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot. But, yeah, so, um, I, uh, yeah, I'll I'll send you a link after this, and uh, yeah, you can discover <laughs> it for yourself. I found it really helped out for me, and uh, I actually had breath afterwards. I don't know if you ever do like a competition or a run that you've been really trying to nail, and you're out of breath, and you're kind of like, oh, geez, like, you know, I need some food. There's something going on with me. Do I need to get something checked out? But uh, I found after doing that that holds the breath holds oxygen advantage it really uh really does give you an advantage in parkour to tell you the truth right. yeah i will try it then next okay. time next competition okay cool i'll send it to you after this nice yeah yeah that's uh definitely the a big uh struggle for a lot of parkour athletes is the the cardio yeah no one likes a lot to run and run <laughs> it's so it's so it's boring and it's hard, but it's worth it at the end. Because then when you're doing your run, like, you don't get exhausted at the end. Like, yeah. you're fine. Like, it's hard, but it's not like you can't breathe. Like, before I couldn't breathe after my run. I was, like, dying. But now I can breathe normally after my run. <laughs> yeah, endurance. Very good. So, are there any other, are there sk any skills in particular right now that you're working on in the gym or things you want to take outside? Yeah, so I have a few, but uh, I'm uh, actually injured right now. So, but I have a few, like I want to, that I want to do in the summer, like double swing gainer or like scoot up pull outside and like maybe randy but randy is really confusing for me yeah. so but i'm but i'm working on it and i hope it's cool 
<laughs> uh, some good goals right there. Yeah. I would yeah. also like to get those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you're doing you will do you have any like clips you would like to learn? Or do you do you like clips or like poor like basic like parkour and more that kind of stuff? I've always enjoyed doing both personally. Yeah. Um, thanks to, uh, you know, just general life busyness and not being able to train consistently for this last year, I'm kind of having to relearn right now some stuff. But uh, yeah, you know, just got to get get some things back, break the rest off. <laughs> How are you, Christy? Well, um. I've always been into the flow state when it's small movements, tight. Um, I would love to get flips, but uh, I wouldn't say never, but one of these days I will. But um, Tom's been teaching me some cool spins and stuff. So, uh, you know, I throw it down in my um, moves every once in a while. But uh, I'm dealing with an injury right now myself, and uh, I slipped and fell on some stairs. I was okay. But the jolt of everything, you know, shakes up everything else. So I'm just doing like um, the cross ball and that that gun thing, you know, and trying yeah, to get right. so yeah, you know what I'm talking about, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so do, just doing like a little rehab. I did a handstand the other day, so I was pretty confident. So uh, we'll see how things work out. I, it's winter over here, so um, it's not really. Uh, outdoor kind of training as it is um tom goes to a gym to do a uh, gymnastics gym there's an open gym and he trains there yeah. but uh, i stick to yoga over the winter and maybe some kind of training i see uh, knees over toes or something else try and get strength but uh, yeah. definitely into flow yeah um so what got you into parkour um my brother did like circus and stuff oh, and oh. some flips and then i wanted to learn like a uh, backflip and then he teach me and then some some friends at my school was training parkour before me so then i i started to hang out with them and join them and then we became like a little group that trained here when i live and then we trained like at my the school I went to before when I was small when we were smaller. They had like a gymnastic hall kind of gym. So we trained there like two times a week in the evening and learned each other stuff. So that that's where it started. That's, that's so cool. Kind of <laughs> came into it quite naturally, hey. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone wants, wants to do a backflip, so. Of I course. Yeah. <laughs> That's the first thing. Like, I want to learn about. That's, That's so funny. <laughs> I, was, I think for me too. Um, my younger brother had started training parkour, maybe a year, about a year before me, and he actually brought me out to a training, uh, like a jam in a gym, and uh, some people there could already do their backflips, and he was like, "Tom, watch, like this guy will do backflip," and I'm like, "No way, it's impossible." <laughs> You have to be like an Olympic gymnast to do it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. And then the guy does a backflip <laughs> just so casually. And my mind yeah. literally was like. <laughs> and then I learned how to backflip uh, like by the end of next week. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was a big one for me. Was seeing someone backflip. Yeah. yeah. 
that um, you know that whole thing of uh, kind of shattering your your expectations of what you think is possible, right? Yeah. So you get the the parkour vision. Is that still a thing? Do people still call it, say parkour vision? <laughs> um, I don't know. <laughs> no, yeah, that's like an old school thing, I guess. Oh, yeah. Maybe. You Maybe. get your parkour vision. So, uh, <laughs> parkour vision is when you like um, when you are out on a walk or uh, doing anything, and you see a cat leap to precision. Oh right. Uh, right. And you're like, I gotta come back to that spot. And yeah, you take a photo, like, right there. Maybe you don't, like, you know, but it's always there. You'll be in the mall and you'll be like, oh, you know, I could do this over that, you know, and that's a nice concrete in, my, in the mall. Yeah. Kind of thing. You're like, I'm shopping. Why am I thinking about parkour, you know? Always on your mind. Right? Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I had something. Yeah, I was I gonna say, were you, were you gonna say something there, Christy? <laughs> did it just? I just thought about the mall there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Every question at once. Um, so with travel, do you have any plans in the immediate future, like to go train anywhere? Um, uh, I would like to train in soon in life. When I'm not injured anymore and when it's yeah. summer, probably I want to travel a lot. But this year, hopefully, it's going to be a lot of competitions. So I don't, mm-hmm. I'm not sure how much I'm going to be able to travel. But I guess where I travel when I come there, well, where I will compete, I can like stay for a few days and train too. But it would be nice to travel to like basic parkour places that I haven't been to. like. England or like Barcelona, so they have some six spots there. Like that would be insane. So I hope so, but like it's gonna be a lot of competition. So I'm not sure how much I'm gonna be able to. Have there already been a lot of competitions um, announced? Like a. Um, yeah, but most yeah, it's it's a few, but okay, it's a big one. So I'm not sure if I'm gonna get into them or like it's right. That's the thing. But I hope so. Okay. Um. Obviously, you're in Sweden, right? Yeah. Is it really cold there right now, or are you able to train outside yeah, still? Yeah. It's a uh, snow outside outside okay. now. Like in Sweden, we have summer for like three months, and then rest of the year it's either raining or it's ice cold or it's oh snow. Okay, so it's a lot like here. We're we're the same. It's yeah. absolutely freezing outside. Yeah, snow yes. everywhere. So. <laughs> oh, it's cold the other day. That's for sure. <laughs> it's not like I don't want to live here when I get older because it's not <laughs> a good place to live if you want to do parkour because it's always cold and raining. You want to be able to change outside like almost all year. Which, yeah. No doubt. Yeah. <laughs> Just have to. Get a really big facility. You can just <laughs> build a huge parkour live. gym. Yeah. Hostel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you came you came over to uh, New York at one point, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So there's um. Have you heard of any CP? 
It's um, oh. it's a con- NAPC. NAPC. Like the North oh, American Parkour Championship. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when I when I was in York, my brother lives there, so that's why I was there. Mm. But NAPC would be really fun to go to, but it's it's um far away. Yeah. <laughs> you should think about but, it. Yeah, I want to. I want to, but like I need to. I need to get like good sponsors and stuff to be able to do that kind of thing. But yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how far you get with that. And when you come over here, we'll definitely uh, host you when, if we, when and, when and if we get a gym. And um, <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely train together. That's for sure. Does yeah. um, Sweden like offer any programs for, for athletes there, like sponsorships type thing? Have you ever look, looked into things like that or? Mm. Mm, not. Uh, not really. Mm. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, kind of on I, your own. <laughs> yeah, parkour isn't that kind. It's not that big in Sweden. Right. So that sucks, but that's so crazy because you know Instagram makes it seem like it's just a constant yeah. like big parkour totally. jam going on. Always. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like showing what Sweden got like yeah Hippa is the thing but yeah. I hope they're gonna be bigger soon because I really like like every other team like in Sweden has started to die but now it's fun that Kippa has come because now it's starting to come something new that more right. people know. so yeah it's fun how did um that Kippa come about like, cause that's a team of people, right? Like, you're, are you part of the Keepa team? Is that right to say? No. No. I'm not. No, I'm not in Keepa. No. <laughs> but yeah, they're such, just good, like, such I, good I, runs I, in the last video there. <laughs> yeah. No, they're just my my friends. I train with them all the time. Oh, okay. So they just they asked me if I wanted to be a part of their video, but I'm not in their team. Oh, very good. So they're those are local people like in your city or just yeah kind of I live uh, outside Stockholm so it's like an hour from where I live there everybody lives but it's not as far so we train when I train I train with them somewhere nice well that's a pretty popular group I'd imagine they're they seem to be doing a good job of spreading parkour <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> like everyone like even well, the last last week when we were talking to Rachel right she's like oh I'm watching the new keep a keep a video right now yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was yeah really it's cool it's, get, it's, it's getting around yeah so it's so fun to see they really put like a hundred percent into every video they do so it's fun to see they get good response yeah very well made well, um, let's go back to this uh, injury thing. You say you're having an yeah. injury now. Um, I read that you got an, or you mentioned a knee surgery, um, your meniscus. Like, um, what do you do for, like, 
do you have a person that you go to? Do you have a physiotherapist? Do you go to a chiropractor? Do you just do stuff at home? No, I have like a physio like that take care of my foot and I have like a PT um at the, that do my programs at the gym. But, uh, so it helps a lot, but it's it's hard because when most of the time when you have like injuries, if you're doing like a normal spot, spot it's going to take faster time to heal. But now when it's parkour, you need to take all these landings and stuff. So it takes so much longer yeah. to recover injuries. So like I injured myself in like Julie, right after like three weeks after Red Bull Art of Motion, I injured my foot. Oh, and then, Yeah. So I didn't have time to rest because it was like the World Cup. So I needed to keep going. And like, then finally it was one more competition in Sweden. So like, it's like some weeks ago I could start my like rehab process and get back into it. But it's gonna take a little bit longer, but you just gotta do the rehab and then it will be better soon, (laughs) I hope. Yeah, I agree with that, totally. That's one good thing, I guess, living in a colder climate, though. It gives you a good opportunity to rest. Agreed. Yeah. You can recover. It sucks in a way because your body yeah. wants to go, go, go. And then you get your gear on and you go outside and you're like, no, I'm not training outside. <laughs> you know, like I'm going to slip and fall and, you know, overextend or something like that. And yeah. I'd rather have, the, rather, yeah, I'd rather have the grass nice or, you know, the, your landing nice or whatever or... Yeah. yeah, I. Bl- it's kind of cool to have that too, like because then you can go into the the indoor gym and throw down into the 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 foam pit and not be too, you know, risky outside, so to speak, right? Yeah. Mhm. Do you like foam pit training? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. Uh. But like, uh, I don't like to do stuff like from high. Like over like two meters because I think it, I think it's like scary. So sometimes yeah. <laughs> it can be hard when the when it's foam pit because like always high, or something stuff. But it's it's fun to experiment sometimes, like trying different weird flips that you wouldn't try usually. Do you guys like foam pit tracks or do you like prefer outside? love-hate relationship with foam pits <laughs> i think some of my worst injuries have been doing stuff in the foam pits I, like, really? weirdly oh. like we just land and maybe it's like opened up too early and cracked my back pretty good or <laughs> <laughs> i but, love it no they're absolutely have been pretty vital for some definitely some tricks because mm. i've been too afraid to just toss them some things <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah <laughs> Um, I just don't, sometimes, like, if there's, like, a cold going around in the gym, you're going to get it from the foam pit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was actually the worst part of a foam pit is, like, when you land in the dust. (sighs) Yeah, you get all over your face. Yeah, it's so (laughs) hard to get up to. You get so tired when you land, and you need to get up over and over. Right, yeah, you try and get yourself out of the sea. Yeah, try double flip into the pit some amazing thing and then you're like struggling to get out yeah <laughs> and then you got the foam block in your hair and 
<laughs> Even the next day, hey, were, were you in the foam pit? Yeah. Shower yeah. <laughs> didn't get it out. It's so yeah. funny. It happens to everyone. How, do you like um bar stuff? Like, do you like high, high bars? Are you? Is that something you like to train? Yeah. Um. Or and I have a like hate love relationship yeah. to bar because. I'm so scared. That's most of this. It's like, I'm so scared I'm going to hit my head or my feet. So, like, especially, mm. like, even I learned, like, swing loose, swing looser side before I learned, like, swing gainer because I'm so scared I'm going to hit my foot, my feet mm. on the bar. But I love, like, swing crease and stuff. That's one of my favorite things, swing crease. But swing flips is, like, it's fun, but it's so scary because you always feel like you're going to hit yourself. Yeah, no, I feel I feel that. Uh, but I mean, obviously, you're training, competing at a, such a high level. Is there like a talk you do to yourself to like get over these fears to make yourself kind of do things, anyways? Good question. Um, yeah, but like I always have like a vision. If I can see it in my head, I know I can do it. Sick, right yeah, and then I have like you also have like a feeling in your body, so when you're not feeling it, it's much harder than when yeah. you like can see yourself doing it, it's going to be so much easier because I have a hard time like unlocking new skills because I'm always scared I'm going to hit something. And like when you come to like in the beginning, you learn like backflip and then you learn full and stuff. Then it's a little bit easier because the moves isn't that sketchy. But then when you come higher up, you just need to be able to push yourself and like don't think. But like that helps a lot. Like sometimes I just walk around and then I just go up straight away and do it instead of like standing there for five minutes because I feel like that's when you're gonna fuck up if you stand there too long. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of people can relate to that. If you like totally. stay too long and just look at this thing, you're like. You're getting nervous, and then you're getting sweaty, and then you're starting to train. You're gonna do it. Like, you just need to do it straight away. I think. Yeah. Or do how do you how does your process work? Like, is it the same, or like, does do you need time? For me, when I'm doing probably more parkour things, like over the years doing bigger like standing precisions, I tend to, I, I think I'm e even known for taking a long time to commit to something. Yeah. So I have that problem of like hyper focusing too much and then I have to just stop, like look around and then when you look back, you know, it seems smaller again. Yeah. You, know, you have to separate yourself for a little bit, mm -hmm. come back to it. Yeah. But otherwise, actually, personally for me, having just like good um, like self talk. Like mm -hmm. telling myself, like even out loud, like a weirdo, right? Mm -hmm. Like in a gym, like yes, you can do this. Yes, you can do it. You can do it. Like yeah. convincing myself, you know. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. That's, a, that's that has actually helped. <laughs> I do the yeah. same as Tom. Like yeah. I go in there and I'm like I well I have a, a conversation with my body. Like, um, are we good today? Is everyone good? Like check in feet are you checking in hands are you checking in lungs are you checking <laughs> eyes are you working today kind of thing You're going through a whole and when call. yeah like and if something doesn't show up i'm like i go off to the side i'm like okay knee 
You got stem cells in you. What's your problem? Like, what's your problem? <laughs> is just this some baggage that we brought to the gym? Can you check that? I do this stuff, right? And then um, then I get, like, I clear my vision up, right? And um, I yeah. see myself doing it, like yourself, whatever it may be. And then I just kind of, like, work. you can do this. You can do this. Like, you, you know, you've done this. This is what I do. I trick myself, too. You've done this a hundred times today. This is your hundred yeah. once time. Like, oh, okay, your body already knows what to do. Just yeah. go through the motion. Put your left foot forward. Because I always like to freak my body out and put my left foot forward. And then I go through the motion. And then you do it and you're like, oh, that took really 10 good. minutes. That took <laughs> 10 minutes. Like, you know? Yeah. That's true. But music helps a lot, too. For me, at least. Right. Before, but it was like... I think I depended on music like too much before because I always oh. need a music if I was if I'm going to do something new or something big and the same song so I'll stand there over and over again until I do it and <laughs> but now it's Me better too. now Me I can too. like yeah but now it's better I can concentrate myself and like be able to like you don't need music like you can do this but before like I needed a special song if I'm going to do think, something new I think there's something there yeah with music because like sometimes you you uh you throw that like i have this one video with taylor swift but uh not with her but in the background (laughs) uh, wish but um i do uh this move but i do it to the words or the beat and the song unknowingly yeah so it's Mm. it sets my my um my rhythm up for my um stride or my tack or you know, precision or whatever, whatnot. And it's kind of cool, though, because, like, I don't know, you kind of give yourself a pat on the back to doing it to music instead of, like, sometimes leaving your foot too long on that one yeah. plant and it just doesn't look right. And you're like, why does it look right? Like, you know, it's like lava, attack and go kind of thing, right? Kind of thing. But you're yeah. throwing music to it and you just get it. So I think yeah. there is something to music. Some people run around the gym with the, the headphones in all time, you know? Yeah, with like AirPods, I can't do that. I can't do the AirPods. No. <laughs> if you're blasting yeah. music, no problem. Yeah. Mm. What do you feel, you, Tom? Music is a good way of, um, especially when I'm doing more uh, like tricking type stuff, mm. more of the flip space. I think having good music going in the background helps distract me a little bit. It takes yeah. my mind off of the, like, focusing too much, which is, yeah. that's probably <laughs> uh, early, in the early years of training forever ago when you'd have, like, the dubstep or something going. And, uh, <laughs> I forgot about know, those years. Those were some great years, whatever, no matter what anyone says. <laughs> the Harlem Shuffle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just some, like, really good really good music will help a lot but at the same time i don't want to like i don't want it to become like a crutch type thing mm-hmm, right where you need it yeah so lots of love hate relationships with things <laughs> what works for you though right because sometimes they'll do that in competition they'll uh, splash some music in the background and sometimes that throws people off or you know it's actually good for them right yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think most of the competition you can choose your own song. But oh, they, yeah. 
Yeah, but not uh, this time on Red Bull you couldn't choose your song because of like copyright stuff. Oh, oh yeah. So that was just like really much because you used to have a song before you compete and then you do it in the drop. But now you couldn't. But yeah. Well, that's kind of weird because it's on Spotify and you pay into Spotify. Well, I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> They could just like they'll just they should just mute all the sound coming from where people are doing flips, have the yeah. music playing and <laughs> cut it for the broadcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, Need some more water are you, here. Uh, are you training today, Miranda? Uh, I've been sick for a few days, but I'm getting better now, so I'm gonna go to the gym in oh, the cool. evening and okay. do some training. Nice. I was glad to hear that. You're Saturday train? night at the gym. That's what we used to do. <laughs> <laughs> I think after this, I'll actually probably do a little bit of uh, strength training. No, tra no parkour for me. Yeah. No, nowhere to, nowhere to train in, inside right now. <laughs> yeah. So when you were training, um, do you? Do like power lifting style stuff where it's like trying to work on explosive movement movements or just strength development like slower um, controlled movements it depends on what uh, like season it is like if it's competition i'm not going to focus on lifting like super heavy mm, but right. now when it's not i can do that like build up strength and stuff and then when it's uh, competition time i do like more cardio and that kind of stuff yeah but like that's crazy you're 17 and you already have that figured out <laughs> <laughs> not by myself though. it was like my pt that did that plan like because like um before when i went to the gym i went to the gym like a little bit too often and then I sometimes I end up pushing myself a little bit too much because I always feel like I need to do one more, like I can do more, like of course. But it, it's too I did way too much, like yeah. I did because then then I didn't have energy to do like parkour. But now when she like decided how much I can do, it's easier because then you know what you gotta do and then you can go home and don't like it's not worth pushing yourself a little extra because <laughs> then you're just gonna end up get injured or tired right. yeah yeah it's a just a slow kind of grind it'll happen eventually right yeah <laughs> you want to rush yeah rush the workouts and the over process. overdo your muscles and yeah well the benefits with both those types of training is that your muscle has memory so if you want to bulk up and lift heavy like you can always go back to that later on in life or you know uh, do a different approach and your muscle will remember that like your muscle will always remember how to do a back backflip yeah always yeah they'll just get a little sketchier for a bit it totally will <laughs> janky totally but you don't remember how to do it like <laughs> <laughs> like that's why it's 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 bad for gymnasts after retirement to come back because like they'll end up injuring themselves because yeah. their their body can do it but you know right. age 
Their mind can do it, but their body can't. <laughs> but the mind connecting to the body still wants to hack it. Yeah. yeah. Well, should we um, go to our top fives here? Do you, want, do you have yeah. any other questions before we do that, Christy? Or? Um, no, I think we're good. I was just looking at the questions before, and uh, we covered a lot of a lot of things today. It's great. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so we just ask a couple top fives generally. Mm-hmm. Um, so, who's your top five for um, athletes that inspire you, or just people you like to watch? That that's such a hard question. I know Uh, (laughs) everyone struggles. (laughs) Yeah, but I think Didi will always be uh, number one for now, at least. Cool. Uh, Yeah, and uh, um, Elon and uh, hmm. (laughs) Wow, it's so hard to (laughs) choose. And yeah. just preface this is in no particular order, no hard yeah. feelings to anyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I don't know. I, went, I need to think. Uh, wait. Didi, Elon. Um, before I enjoyed watching Pasha a lot. Yeah. Um, like, when I was uh, smaller, I always watched like, 10 ways to do roles or like yeah, 10 ways right. to do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like you, you always get inspired watching like Pasha's videos. And yeah. Who do I like to watch? Uh, George PK. I think I love like he looks as when he, when he jumps it's insane because he looks like a better like effortless. Like, I don't know. Oh. Like yeah. his genetics, like he's, oh, it's, it's insane. Yeah, like he has wings or something. Yeah. 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 And the, I should pick one female. Um, <laughs> uh, I, before I was, I got inspired and I still get inspired when I watch like Sydney Olsen's Power Moves <laughs> because she always come up with like new stuff and I was like, I'm going to try that. Cool, right on. Something. So she's one of my favorite female athletes I've been looking for like for five years or something. Inspiring me. I like that. Yeah, she's always very big, especially on competition. She's so good at competing. That's, yeah. It's definitely like a pinnacle of like professional athlete. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I look up to her as well. Do you want um, to take the next one, Chris? Sure, or? yeah. So the, the next top five is uh, your five favorite training places, either where you train currently or the wish place that you want to go train at, or um, could be a gym, could be a, you know up the street from you. Um, uh, like we have uh, one place in Sweden called like Katana Parkour. It's a yeah. new, mm-hmm. it's, it's beautiful. New. Yeah, it's such a good gym, but it's so like outside, so it's hard to get to. But I really like that gym. Mm-hmm. Uh, Air Whip is really good, really good. I like Air Whip. Mm. 
I saw and, you there, yeah. <laughs> and uh, like, I, like I said, I would love to go to like some spots in other countries. Um, that would be super fun. And like, now they're closing down though, but like Tempest oh, here. Yeah. That, w- that was like a goal or a dream to go yeah. there, but yeah. Yeah, that would have been. I mean, they still have a couple open gyms. Yeah, but right? that gym was like that. Yeah, was the, <laughs> it was the best be- one. <laughs> it was. Yeah. <laughs> and then like that gym were the NAPCs. Origins. Yeah, that would be fun to go to and to the competition. Yeah, right on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really hope you can. Uh, Next time they have an NAPC, I, it'd be really awesome to see you uh, compete there. Really? I know you'd like that gym. It's pretty wicked. <laughs> yeah, it looks sick. That would be fun. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Did you want to take the last one here, Tom? You know, that honor is is yours today. You can. Oh. Uh... <laughs> so Tom knows this is my favorite one. Um, <laughs> So it's your sage advice. So what would you give advice to someone uh, coming up into parkour or already doing parkour or, you know, like, um, what would you say to somebody else in parkour? Like, what are your uh, sage words? To somebody that's starting or like... Yeah. To, um, yeah. <laughs> like, I think you shouldn't be afraid to like reach out to people mm. because um, most of them will answer like in the community if you write to someone they're probably going to answer you because when I started I was afraid to like write to some people that were training because I was like they're so much better than me they're not going to answer and like stuff but it's like it's always worth a shot like writing to people because it's going to be so much fun fu- funnier when you're in the community than when you're like outside training alone. So I think you shouldn't be like afraid to reach out to people in the community. Yeah, sure. really, really well said. Awesome. <laughs> I don't think anyone's ever even said said that before. No, I think we all think it though, but no one said it. <laughs> That's good advice though. Connecting to people for sure. Yeah, you definitely are a sage. <laughs> yeah. Right on. All right. Can you tell the uh, lure um, viewers and listeners uh, where they can uh, get a hold of you or like see your stuff, YouTube or uh, Instagram? Yeah. So um, I have a YouTube channel, but I don't upload that much <laughs> right now. But I'm gonna t- I'm gonna post more soon. But other than that, I post on Instagram, Miranda Sibling. So you can. Follow me there if you want to. <laughs> awesome. So I'll, I'll get all the links for that and post it uh, in the description. So that'll be below or to the side of this video or whatever. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah. Nice. Thanks so much for coming on. It's been awesome talking to you. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It was, it was super fun. Um, no, it was really cool. So what you said as sage advice, I reached out to you and you were cool enough to reply back. So uh, really, thank you for um, coming on today. It was a pleasure. Thanks, Thank you. All right. Okay. I'll uh, 
Say bye to all the listeners and viewers and everyone. Thanks for listening. <laughs> all right. See you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.